I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. 2023, y'all. Yes, it is. Happy New Year, Dustin. Yep, all lang scene. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Man, the question no. is, did you have your black eyed peas and cabbage? I did not this year. Okay. I did not this year because you know I don't cook no more. Yeah, we don't even cook. I don't anymore. cook. You know, so we don't. Right. <laughs> Let me stop. Okay. Um, the yeah. water has run dry. All right. <laughs> So I did not, but you know what? We still gonna channel all that energy and Indeed. bring in all those blessings this year. Indeed. Happy New Year, Ebony. You know Thank New Year's you. Eve and New Year's Day. That's my favorite, favorite, favorite. Tommy, it's my favorite calendar I love year that. holiday. I love my a fresh favorite. start. It's I so love hopeful. A fresh start. Strangers are nice to each other on New Year's Eve night. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just everybody is on one accord and in the spirit of just being Hopeful and happy. Blessed. It's blessed a very to be Dustin here. holiday. Blessed you know? to be here. Blessed to see. You know, I'm at the age, Dustin, too, where New Year's, I, um, my faith is so evolved mm-hmm. that even though mm-hmm. we don't know what's coming, we know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to be. I can't wait. I can't wait either. To see what 2023 is going to bring us. Me either. I love you, girl. I love yeah, you, so, you know, I can't wait to see these deals come through. Deals. And, what, and whatever else God has for us. Deals. And the S is a dollar sign, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay? The S got a line going through it. Deals, okay? Two of them. How about that? Double deals. Mm. We love it. Happy Mm -hmm. New Year. Happy New Year, boo. (laughs) All right, Dustin. I am really excited about this show. Uh, It's all about the money. Mm, My kind of show. My kind of show. Our kind of show, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's about reparations. And I'm going to tell you Mm -hmm. what's exciting for me about this. As somebody who's done this work and studied, you know, black American politics and all this shit, I actually never really thought a legitimate conversation around reparations will ever happen mm-hmm. but on a docket today we are talking about how california mm-hmm. specifically governor gavin newsom mm-hmm. has actually signed a reparations bill wow for 20 yeah it's, it's actually really interesting so he signed it back in 2020 uh but now there's been some really important updates so we're going to go over that simultaneously and this is what a movement looks like just mm-hmm. as he's doing that out in cali st louis's mayor Tashara Jones, and mm-hmm. I, I've broken bread with Tashara. She's a really excellent woman. Is she black? Tashara Jones is, 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 is a beautiful black woman, a yes. proud member of Delta Sigma Theta. Shout mm-hmm. out Delta. Sometimes a few get away. <laughs> um, and she's actually, Dustin, convened a committee to look at reparations for her city. Wonderful. So you see how it's just kind of starting to pop up? And then, of course, we want to revisit uh, again when you listen to Holding Court, you, you really be on this shit early. Season one, remember we talked about reparations? We sure did. Evanston, um, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the first. It's being held as the first United States territory mm-hmm. to actually pass. And I, I believe at this point they, they've made some distributions wow. of uh, black reparations in America. And I was able to meet that young lady that led the effort there uh, when I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. to, uh, to celebrate uh, or commemorate, really, mm-hmm. rather, the uh, Tulsa massacre mm-hmm. uh, last year in 2021. Fascinating stuff. And and I think this is just really important, y'all, because when we start talking about black wealth and that's mm-hmm. been everybody talking about black wealth gap, everybody talking about black uh, economic uh, generational wealth building. We can't leave money on the table. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and the more and more we hesitate as a society, as a culture of really seriously talking about reparations, D, you need to think about it for what it is. It's leaving billions of dollars on the table yeah so we're gonna run it down california st louis and we're gonna revisit uh what happened in illinois as a as a as a model and we said it then we mm-hmm. both said it mm-hmm. this can be a model for what can be done elsewhere and look yeah. at what's happening elsewhere yeah god it's really cool when this happens yeah uh, we're gonna end it with a little little mess um but also some important lessons uh, jay-z and uh, jay-z i'm really getting old that's okay Damn. me too ray <laughs> j oh god <laughs> Ray J and Princess Love, uh, they were unable to settle uh, their situation in mediation, D. So they are actually headed to trial. Mm -hmm. So what I want to talk about, though, is less about them two Mm -hmm. specifically because, whew. uh, But I do want to talk about the pros and cons of going to trial around divorce. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because there are some benefits. Like, I'm not saying every every case can't be settled. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
But but dear God, if you can set up that shit in mediation, you need to, because uh, trial has some has some some things you need to know about, which we'll talk about. I'm sure you're leaving it up to other people. That that and the just the expense. Like, what the hell? Litigating a divorce is not for the faint of heart. It seems like it. Yeah, but we're we're gonna start again with the ca- with the cash flow. Yeah. <laughs> California, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill in 2020 to create a statewide panel to study and recommend ways to implement reparations for black Californians. Now, I want to stop here because a lot of times in politics, that is coded language. When you're talking mm-hmm. about, a, I need a panel to study. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, people be like, what you need to study it for? We didn't study it already. It's been studied to death. But slow, slow down. Sometimes for something like this, Dustin Ross, something that is so, frankly, controversial, although it shouldn't be, but it is. Uh, it does require a certain process, mm-hmm. okay? And so the convention, uh, the convening of these panels is a necessary first component. What are they doing here? They're assessing the scope. How, how what does that look, what do the reparations look like? Uh, you need to assess a ballpark figure. You know, that that's always been the critique of those that don't support reparations. A lot of them, Dustin, they don't support it because they like to fall on these whack-ass, um, you know, uh, straw man arguments mm-hmm. of, well, how much? Where does it start? Where does it begin? I mean, slavery was a million years ago, all that bullshit. So Gavin Newsom saying here, no, 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 no. We're going to spend some time and put some resources towards figuring out those answers. Mm-hmm. Those are not just going to remain existential unknowns. Right. Yeah. You know, so what does that look like? Nine months, uh, these, uh, excuse me, Four months, rather, nine members of this task force. And that's interesting because when we get to St. Louis, their task force is also nine members. Mm. See, you really see some duplication here Mm -hmm. that is actually very encouraging to Mm -hmm. me. Anyways, in Cali, nine members of this task force have traveled between L.A., Dustin, so SoCal, going all the way up to San Fran to learn about the generational effects of racist policies and actions which have led to the discrepancy of wealth of black people in California. Yeah, they're doing real research, real research to come up with concrete restitution. And we're going to come back to that term restitution in a minute Mm -hmm. to address the economic effects of both slavery and not just slavery, Dustin, anti-black racism. So that's your redlining. That is your, you know, other economic policies um, in terms of education, for Mm -hmm. instance, that have kept black folks from engaging in wealth building opportunities. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Wow. I never thought as much as we've heard this conversation about reparations swirled around for so many years. Mm-hmm. I literally never thought that in my lifetime I would see real progress being made towards reparations being given out. This Mm-mm. is this is like mind blowing for me. Me either. Yeah. Um, I want to go back when I was in law school. Mm hmm. There was a young gentleman uh, caller <laughs> that was pursuing me. Mm-hmm. You know, I had some gentleman callers during my heyday. Well, when you're pretty and powerful, you know. I mean, you know. Um, and this gentleman, in his pursuit of me, Dustin, uh, didn't send me flowers. Uh, he sent me a book. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage you. I'm going to look straight to camera. I want to encourage you right now. If you are in pursuit of a young lady or a gentleman or a non-binary individual, mm-hmm. you know what makes a great gift. Is, is a copy of a great book, Bet on Black, The Good hmm. News About Being Black in America Today. And I'm saying that in all sincerity mm-hmm. because that was actually really a really different flex mm-hmm. to me. You know, it's really easy to give a girl flowers or sunglasses, you know, just some stuff. Mm-hmm. For you to gift me with a book that challenged me, and this happened to be a book about reparations, mm-hmm. uh, cases for and against and what it could look like, I just thought it was really sexy. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, because because not not how often are you gifted a book, mm-hmm. you know? So I really I'm serious. It makes a statement. It makes a statement. The so right kind of statement. It says that I want to smash, but I want to talk afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not just leave. Yeah. Real talk. Really? Yeah. So it's just a little, I love little, that. It's a little free game. Mm-hmm. It's a little free game. Free game, baby. But guess what's not free? This book, Bet on Black, right? Which but is you can get right it now. for twenty eight ninety nine. Okay, how about but, that? But the but the content in it is is worth priceless. a million. Priceless, priceless, priceless. So, yeah. so yeah. So to your point, though, I I read the book. I was like, this is a you know. I read it in theory. I read it, Dustin, thinking you know one day maybe, maybe yeah. You know, and in the book, it talks about the fact that part of why this should be a valid conversation in Black America. 
Jap- reparations are not un-American. Mm-hmm. America has paid reparations before. Mm-hmm. America paid reparations to the Japanese mm-hmm. um, in terms of World War One, mm-hmm. I believe, in the uh, uh, camps uh, that the uh, internment camps, I believe, mm-hmm. the Japanese were held in. We know that Germany has paid billions of dollars of reparations, as they should, uh, to Jewish uh, descendants of the Holocaust. Uh, reparations are as American as apple pie, actually. You know mm-hmm. who else got reparations? Who that? The Confederacy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. But what, once uh, the emancipation, so-called emancipation of black Americans, the, the all-paper one at least, mm-hmm. took place, Abe, du- uh, I say Abe Douglas, child. I done, I done mixed up Abe Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, child. Well, they they did about run run they together did. at some they point. Did, you Thank know. God, Abe got in that ass. Uh, excuse me, Frederick rather got in that ass and got in that ear. Uh-huh. Um, Abe Lincoln. He ain't been the same since. That's why he's sitting in that memorial right now, just like this. Did, like in the chair, like this. Like he just told Frederick, him. Frederick, fuck me up. God Frederick damn. Coming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie coming. Yeah. You're so stupid. Not Freddie coming. Um, <laughs> Abe Lincoln actually paid millions of dollars mm-hmm. uh, to white Southern slave owners mm-hmm. who lost the war. Mm-hmm. They didn't even win. They lost. And for losing, your parting gift were millions of dollars of reparations from our own country. So the point there is simple. Reparations, they shouldn't be far-fetched. America is in the business of paying reparations. Now, you can't tell it from this, um, the, re- the most recent statistics around it. Only 18% of white Americans support reparations. <laughs> 18, <laughs> damn. You just got to laugh. You got to laugh. But 77% of us say run us our money. And that's fair. So, back to California. So, they are really assessing in a real concrete way, Dustin, what it looks like. Now, something else that lets me know California is serious about this. We talked about this on an earlier episode of Holding Court I this know year. You know about? about that land with That's the beach. It. Was it, it Manhattan Beach? What's the name of the beach? Yes, it was adjacent to Manhattan Beach uh-huh. in California, Bruce's Beach. Bruce's Beach, yeah. Because, Bruce, you know, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> it's Bruce, Bruce's Beach. Not Bruce, Bruce. Bruce. Okay. You're going, comic View. going down to, That's right. Comic oh, View, Bruce, Shout Bruce. out to Bruce, Bruce. Shout out to, I have to say something about Comic View real quick. Mm-hmm. I was interviewing um, a gentleman on the Grio. I do know his first name was Jimmy. Okay. I forgot his last name. Uh, he was exo- uh, exonerated mm-hmm. after serving 27 years in prison. Wow. Yes, and that crazy, um, I believe in West Virginia, for uh, a, a rape that he did not commit. My God. After 27 years, a really grueling federal appeal process, he finally was released. You know what he said? In, in addition to, of course, prayer and his family got him through 27 years? Comic View. Swear for Jesus. He said, Comic View... He said D.L. Hughley. He said, um, shout out to my boy, Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley, yeah. The, so the comedians. Cedric the Entertainer. Laughter is such a strong tool. This man said for 27 years, he he prayed, he studied in the law library, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. did all the things, but on some level, Dustin, he laughed his way mm-hmm. to freedom. Just, I just want to. My God. I had to just drop that. When you said Bruce Bruce, I had to go ahead and tell the people yeah comedy is invaluable it really is and thank you for being funny thank that's you. why i hired you oh you more than welcome darling <laughs> I didn't, actually i'm gonna tell you the truth i really didn't know you were smart till you till you got here i was like well shit this is a double whammy shit two for two shit i'll take it and you're cute i did i hired you because you were cute and funny thank you my fairness. love you got to use what you got sometimes listen i, you gotta, you got, I got I, here i got a lot of jobs for being okay cute. that's okay? right listen pretty powerful it, okay you got to get through the door but it won't keep you there <clears throat> okay okay so back to bruce's beach who we be just doing too much uh-huh. um bruce's beach was we talked about this on the first uh, season of holding court yes, actually y'all it was a beautiful oceanfront beachside resort uh property adjacent to manhattan beach which happens to be my favorite beach in mm-hmm, la mm-hmm. uh because it'd be a little less motherfuckers out mm-hmm. there uh but beautiful 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 and it was owned by a black family and specifically a black couple um and back in 1920 the 20s they were stripped of their land, but they weren't just stripped of it. Uh, when I did some more research, Justin, they were tormented, they were harassed, they were threatened for their very lives. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very much like some shit out of the Jim Crow South, yeah. almost where they were almost burning crosses on mm-hmm. their their yard. Think that vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the government seized their property, took it from them, and just this summer, finally, July 2022, a hundred years 
after they stripped this black uh, couple of really what now is probably multi-millions of dollars worth of property beachfront ocean view property you can't even begin to to calculate how much that property is worth at this point right all, all this time passed. come on insane and finally the bruce family and literally the bruce mm-hmm. family i saw you know we saw when they titled the deed back to mm-hmm. him and he's a bruce uh got their property back thank you god yeah and i want to say this that is not a gift that is not a giving. It's a that giving is a back. Re- that is a returning of yeah. stolen property. Yeah, yeah. That was illegally seized by a United States government, mm-hmm. a local government, and now you are returning that. That is called restitution, and that is called justice, Dustin mm-hmm. Ross. That is what justice looks like. And I, last I checked, we were supposed to be a country around freedom. And justice. Last I checked, too. Yeah, that's that's what my documents say. That's what it said. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, so that's that's the Bruce family. Another thing we talked about on this episode of Holding Court that lets me know California is also serious. So California is very important in this reparations mm-hmm. conversation, mm-hmm. y'all. We need to really look, look and pay attention to all aspects of how they're conducting business. They returned that beautiful oceanfront property to the Bruce family mm-hmm. just recently. They also, Dustin, have started to categorize cert- black people in California. According to their dissension, mm-hmm. if I you remember, are, that. remember we that, talked that about we talked that about too. that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. if you are a black person of dis, uh, who is descended of an enslaved American, mm-hmm. that is a certain designation in California now. Versus, maybe you are uh, a descendant of an immigrant or you are a direct immigrant. Now I know some Jamaicans gonna be mad about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Jamaica. But this is what I'm gonna tell you. I want to drop a line real quick. Jamaicans deserve reparations, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jamaica is a rich, content-rich, resource-filled island. Uh, made very wealthy off lots of things, rum and sugar cane sp- mm-hmm. specifically. Y'all need to hit up Charles and them. Dead ass. You need to hit up King Charles and the entire UK. The United Kingdom owes you reparations. They do. And I'm recommending to you as your friendly legal counselor and friend to ask you need to demand that the uk run you your money Mm -hmm. because i I mean this was actually my favorite part of uh i I went ahead and watched that uh harry and megan documentary i haven't watched it but i'm going to oh dustin we're Mm -hmm. gonna talk about that offline that was Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. uh but my Mm -hmm. favorite part of the documentary was actually that that history Mm -hmm. it actually talks about i believe this is in part three okay it talks about how the brits had their own deep south. It happened to be called the Caribbean. Mm. It happened to be out of sight, out of mind. Mm. But if you better know, they extracted billions of dollars of wealth from Caribbean islands of Africana diaspora. That's what time it is. So if you are here in America now and you are you are here and you are the descendant of Jamaicans or this, that, and the third or other islands in the Caribbean, uh, you need to ask for your money too. Mm-hmm. But this this particular reparations package is not for you. That's right. But let's get this global ball rolling. But let's rolling. get this global ball rolling. Yeah. yeah. So I did, that's important to know. You should not be left out of it. No. But you got to go to your source. Right. So for those of us who are the descendants of American enslaved mm-hmm. individuals, this is what that designation looks like. And that's a part of the scope. That's not to be mean or not to be inclusive. No, no, no. That's that- the tactical, factual part of the scope of who gets access to these funds. Especially considering that we're talking about the state of California where they're literally doing that. Considering, you know what I mean? Yes. Where people come from as far as... And that's how I know they're serious, yeah, D. Like, yeah. you know, if this is just a theoretical thing, then you don't do that. It doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to do that work. They're doing they're doing work to determine when, when and if we figure out... Uh, not even if. When we figure out how to distribute this package, we've already decided who gets access to it. Yeah. That's important. Very. That's important. So next year, what are next steps? Next year, this same panel of nine will release a report that they have created, Dustin, to the lawmakers in Sacramento, which is the capital, of course, Mm -hmm. of California, outlining the recommendations for state-level reparations. Mm -hmm. I love it. Me too. I love it. 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 Um, May this be a model for the other 49. That's it. Because that's what they're saying. They're saying that the task has decided that Californians eligible will be the descendants of enslaved black Americans or, this is cool, even free black persons living in the U.S. during that time. Mm -hmm. Why? Because even those free black people, while not enslaved, Dustin, were were still subject to, to, mm -hmm. you already know the vibes. Yeah. Great.
That's great. I, I'm I very, love very this. Happy and, and it's about time. This is what we want to see our lawmakers do. This is yep. why we're electing people and giving them those seats and those positions of power to do this kind of work. That's so this it. is why you call and let them know what you want. Hey, this is what's important to me. This is what I need your office to be working on. Listen, and then this, Dustin, this state level work becomes the model for what? For the federal. federal. Yeah. And, and, and if you think it's a pie in the sky dream, you better ask about gay marriage. For how, how many years where it just you had to go to New York yeah. or you had to go to California, Hawaii, yeah. California. And then finally, this is about a 10, I think about 10 plus years in the making of that. In 2012, the federal government under the Obama administration and that Supreme Court said it's the law of the land. Mm-hmm. Reparations actually can be the law of the land. For sure. And it should be. And it should be. We're looking forward to it. Hopefully we get to see it accomplished. I think we will. Yeah. I think we will. I was talking to a, um, a Q brother. He's um, a political strategist at that kickback I was telling you about that uh-huh. I went to. Uh, and he is a political strategist and analyst. And he was saying, like, no, 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 no. Like, this is real. Mm-hmm. He said, and, um, er- Eric mm-hmm. Adams, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your boy. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking uh-huh. about. Mm-hmm. His ass. No, just playing. Superstar. Mm-hmm. Eric Adams, superstar. Er- Eric Eric Adams met gala attendee. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He is a superstar, <laughs> honey. Every time you see him, he next to French Montana. Listen, he had the links, but uh-huh, gala and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, uh, shout out to Eric Adams. Eric Adams is now more or less going to have to mm-hmm. start this same shit. Uh, I'm going to tell you why, even if he don't want to. And I'm not saying he don't want to. I don't know. I ain't talked to Eric in a while. Since I interviewed him. Um, But whether he wants to or not, y'all, he's going to have to now develop a task force. He's going to have to now sign some type of legislation around it. You know why? Because New York and California have an unspoken rivalry Mm -hmm. for who shows up in the most progressive posture Mm -hmm. of American democracy. Mm -hmm. So you can't be the mayor of New York City and let Gavin Newsom outdo you on a matter of black equality. Especially as a black race, man. California is winning that battle right now. They are winning that battle right now. Yo, you a whole black man sitting mm-hmm. up here as as a, a black man, mayor of mm-hmm. the most populous city of New York city. city. That I bet you that task force better be getting uh created as we speak. As we speak. As we speak. As we speak. All right. Mm. Now, let's talk about St. Louis. Okay, shout out to STL. Listen, shout out to it. Their mayor, beautiful black woman, black woman, Dustin. Mm-hmm. So silly. Her <laughs> name is Tashara Jones. Uh, she is actually appointed a commission uh, to model the same thing, Dustin. Nine people, just like in California. They will be studying what reparations look like for her territory. Mm-hmm. St. Louis has long been in, uh, one of the nation's most segregated cities. More than half of its $300,000 uh 300,000 residents, rather, are black. It's a very, very black city, uh, and most of them live in North St. Louis, where it's just it's uh, impoverished, mm-hmm. uh, high crime, very unfortunate way, way to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, our people should not be living that way, period. Uh, the medium household for white people in St. Louis is 55,000, mm-hmm. uh, but for black folks in that same area, 28,000, almost wow. half. Almost half. A lot of us remember St. Louis became um, a national hotbed in terms of its politics and, and policies when, uh, in 2014, mm-hmm. Michael Brown, Mike young Brown. Michael Brown, uh, was shot and killed by a police officer there in Ferguson, which is right there by St. Louis. Yeah. So what has the mayor done? She has, Tashara, uh, she has signed an executive order establishing a volunteer commission. They will look at the same thing that they're doing in California. They're going to look at who should get it how they should get it, what the distribution should look like, who's on this task force, uh, attorneys, academics, public health officials, youth, that's important, and uh, clergy members. Shout out to the Lord. Sounds well-rounded. Sounds well-rounded. The people closest to the problem are closest to the solution, is what the mayor says. She says, I look forward to reviewing this commission's work and charting a course that restores the vitality of black communities in our city after decades of disinvestment. Yeah, Okay, she's putting Dis- that disinvestment. She's connecting that monetary dot. This is not just good-hearted shit. Mm-hmm. This is a practical fiscal matter. And she she ends with this, Dustin. She says we cannot succeed as a city if one half is allowed to fail. Mayor Tashara Jones. Come on, Tashara. And I would Jones. even come frame on, Mayor it, Jones. Come on, Mayor Jones. And I, I, let's just talk about her for a second. I've broken bread with the sister. Like I said, um, we have you know uh, organizational uh, communities that we share. Deshara Jones is a case study 
in process. Okay. I talk about process in the book is chapter nine of Bled on Black, the good news <laughs> okay. about being bled on Black, being black in America. Um, and I'm very serious about process, Dustin. What I mean by that is process. Let me see. what What is the quote I use for process? Hold on. I start each chapter of the book, you'll see, with a quote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go into the lesson for black America. Really the strategy. This is so smart, Ebony. Thank you, baby. Mm-hmm. Without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without commitment, you'll never finish. Keep working, keep striving, never give up. Fall down seven times, get up eight. Mm-hmm. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So keep moving, keep growing, keep learning, and see you at work. Mm. That is from the great Denzel Washington. He gave that at an NAACP speech mm. a while back. I talk, I talk about proce- process in the book, Dustin, because everybody sees... Uh, they, they see the drip. They see the drip. They see your chain. They see, you know, you, they see the blue check. No, but this is the truth. They see the blue check. They see they see the vibes. And they say, I want to be like Dustin Ross. Or I want to be like maybe Ebony K. Williams. I want to be like uh, Obama. I want to mm-hmm. be like Eric Adams. I want to be like this woman, Tashara Jones, the first black woman mayor of St. Louis, Missouri, who is now positioned to help her people get the financial wealth they deserve. Well, Tashara Jones is mayor. She was elected mayor of St. Louis in 2021, as I said, first black woman to do so. Guess what she did in 2017, Dustin? What she do? She ran and she lost. See what I'm saying? Everything, everything is not going to be overnight. She ran and she lost and she didn't cry about it. I mean, she might have cried for like a day or something. Right. Fuck all that shit. But she dusted herself off That's and it. tried again. Damn when it. Denzel says, fall down seven times, get up eight. Eight. Tashara got up the eighth time. Yep. I really need y'all to get this. No one is above the process. I got fired two times this year, Dustin. Twice. Not once, but twice. And yet it will be on record my most lucrative fiscal year of my career. Talk. Ebony, come on. That's not a flex. That's a testimony. Yeah, to I'm about you, to cry up in this. To thing. your fortitude. To me, to our God, mm-hmm. to our, to my people. Mm-hmm. To people who went, to people who when, when, when I was, uh, shit, fuck it. Let's just talk about it. You were on a podcast with Carlos King. Mm-hmm. Carlos King asked you a messy ass fucking question. Mm-hmm. He said, well, you know, Dustin, what happens if she's not brought back? And you said what? If she wants to come back, then she'll go back. If not, she'll be fine. That's what you said. He said, <laughs> she'll well, what, be fine. He said, well what, what, what if she doesn't go back? Then what? You said nothing. She'll you actually, to the your next answer thing. was not, you said nothing will happen. Yeah. She will continue to work. She will continue to create content. She will continue to write books. She will continue to produce award winning podcast. That's what she will do. Oh, and I guess God's going to also give her a day da- a daily news show on top of that, unforeseen. And I see y'all in 2023. And we already got some old that we'll we already in 2023. Doing. That's it. So, but but and, yeah. and process, so, y'all, process, process, process. And what a what a great example you use mm-hmm. because your resilience in that circumstance, right? People would think that was just the be all and end all, and it was not. That was another thing in mm-hmm. addition to to the myriad of great things that you had done prior to that experience. Yeah. And when you really, again, you know, my favorite thing, Evan, you got to zoom out. When you, you zoom, zoom out, out. and you, you look at really what's going on, then you're able to see how that that is just another uh, marker in your 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 great list. In, in, in the journey, it's in yeah. the process. Revolt fired me. Shit, ain't no shame in my game. I, I mean, they, they, but they did. They did. Now, d- d- now, um, what's his face? Uh, shout out to Dottavio Sampson. Dottavio, what's <laughs> up? Dottavio, Negro, y'all fired my black ass, but that's okay. Um, because I get it, you know, on some level, you know, it's a youth-driven um, platform. And, you know, I'm not the most inexpensive talent anymore. Unless, Yesterday's I mean, price is not today's and price. It's not, and tomorrow's won't be today. Right. How about that? You know, and so that's business. Further to your point Further of to the my process. Point of the process. Of the process. So I could have felt a way about that. 
I chose not to. I chose to maintain a good relationship with Revolt. I chose sure. to maintain a good relationship with Bravo, which is why we killed that fucking carpet hmm. at BravoCon. Hmm. Let them know. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. You were so well received um, while we were in that space from executives and um, t- uh, talent as well. Like, it just, it's a I good thing. It. Yeah. It's a good thing. I was about to pull up at Revolt Summit yeah. after my termination. Uh, but for a scheduling conflict. Yeah. Because, and I'm telling y'all this to tell you, appreciate your process. How you, how you deal with rejection. How you deal with even a termination. It's a lot of people right now in this season. Uh, dealing with layoffs from Meta, from Twitter, from different. Y'all listen to this. Like, jurors, I want you to hear this. This is not just about the, quote, famous blue check motherfuckers. This is about daily life in black America. Yeah, yeah. Where you are going to get laid off, let go, yeah. sidelined time and time again. Yeah. Tashara ran for a public office and lost. There's a lot that goes with that, Dustin. Some public, maybe some shame. Mm-hmm. Lot, lot of lot of mouths talking. All that. She shouldn't have ran anyway. Who does she think she was? Boop de boop de boop de boop. Bitch, she's mayor. That's who she is. Mayor Jones. It's Mayor Jones to you. So shout out, shout to, out to, to you, Shara Jones, Jones. Yes. And to the process. Yeah. I just really wanted to. It's put important, that out there. and people need to hear that. That's encouraging. Yeah. It is. It is a, a very real reminder of how things actually go. Mm-hmm. You know, when the stakes are high like that on those mm-hmm. sort of positions. So. Wonderful, and look at you just being resilient and winning. Listen, because that's, that's what we gonna do. You don't you don't ever bet against a winning horse. Yeah, but that's just you know something else for y'all to know. Now back to these reparations of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, President Biden's White House, this is important, is giving support to the study of reparations for Black people, even though the polling is not uh, favorable according to White America. Only eighteen percent support it. This goes back to the previous episode. Y'all need to look at this Biden White House, not because you're a fan of Joe Biden as a person or an individual who gives a fuck about him personally like that. What I'm talking about is a Biden White House whose movement is reflecting an appreciation, an understanding of a mutually beneficial relationship around his political fortunes and satisfying demands of black political base. So to me, like I said, 2024 is nothing but halftime. Yeah. It's time to go on and re-up, double down, throw all of our positive reinforcement behind President Biden to say you don't need middle America, Joe Biden. You don't need white, disgruntled, uneducated uh, people to show up for you because black America has you. And the more black America has you, the more we are positioned, Dustin Ross, to use the leverage of our political sway to get our demand satisfied. And now reparations is on the demand list in a real way. I love to see this. This is these are the politics that I like to see. This is the action I like to see. This is the focus on the more important things that I like to see. Yeah, I love this, and I really did not think that I was going to witness it. I hate to be redundant, but I did not it's, think I was going to see this. I did. It's worth repeating. I didn't. Ebony. I didn't. I didn't. And 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 that is, it's remarkable. So let's talk about where it's already been done. Shit, mm-hmm. you know, this is no longer a pie in the sky theory, y'all. This is no more. This is no longer just an idea. Mm-hmm. Reparations for Black America is now a real thing. Look no further than the Chicago suburb of Evanston, mm-hmm. Evanston, Virginia, uh, Virginia, Evanston, Illinois, rather. Evanston's right outside of Chicago. Their city council voted eight to one to distribute four hundred thousand dollars to eligible black households. Now, might not sound like a lot of not a lot of money, but again, Evanston's a very small little suburb outside of Chicago, very, so it's yeah. not a lot of population. It's almost half a million dollars still. And each qualifying household gets $25,000 for home repairs or down payments on property. Let me tell you why I specifically love the way they have distributed. I love this package specifically. Let me tell you why, Dustin. Uh-huh. Number one, $25,000 is a lot of money. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'll take it right now. Right today. I wish, I wish What Suki, time I wish Suki it? would knock on the door right <laughs> okay. now with my check. Okay, here Suki. you go. <laughs> right now today. Okay. And let me tell you why I love that they're they're divesting it, um, rather, Dustin, or distributing it, rather, in this particular form. It's in the form of real estate. Mm-hmm. It's saying that you can either use $24,000 for down payment on a property, which for a lot of us, okay, let's talk about real estate and black people. Right now, there are less black Americans, Dustin, that own their homes 
than there were for the 1970, I want to say it's six or eight ha- Fair Housing Act. Mm-hmm. Know that. I think it's a 46%. Less than half of black Americans own the homes we live in. Damn. And, and, and proportionately, that metric looks worse today than before the Fair Housing Act. Pay attention to that. And then we wonder why we only have 10% of American wealth compared to white people. We only have 10% mm. of the wealth of white Americans. And a large reason is because we don't, generally speaking, own the homes we live in. We are throwing money away with renting. Now, this is not to shame renting. There are some people, well, renting is a, a, a viable, better option for you. But at some point, mm-hmm. at some point, you really need to consider owning some property. Property ownership is the entry point to generational wealth building. That is not my opinion. That is what every economic expert will tell you. Mm-hmm. It also allows you to do some things. It allows you to create leverage in your life. If you own your home, you could take out potentially a second line of credit to go back to school, to add on to your home, to increase its value and its equity, to open a business. Mm-hmm. Banks don't like to give black people money. If you own your home, Dustin, fuck that bank. So many benefits. You know what I mean? So many benefits. And we got to, like you say, zoom. When you zoom out, it's not just about the house itself. It's all the things that the wealth and the equity inside of the home that's accruing, rather, compound interest affords you. Yep. We can't talk about black liberation, y'all, and not talk about economics. They're tethered. Akin. The first generation of black people, Dustin, that were free in this country, how did they become free? They bought it. Yeah. They bought it. While their loved ones were still in, in shackles, yeah. in chattel, if you were blessed enough, talented enough to have a skill set, a shoemaker, a horse horseshoe maker, a shoe shiner, a domestic, earn a little side change, you can buy your freedom, buy the freedom of your children, buy the freedom of your husband. That's a great point, Ebony, that people often overlook. The first people that were free, they bought that freedom. And you know where you can read more about it? Bet on Black. The ah. good news about being black in America today. Available okay. on Amazon. No, but there's a whole chapter in there about that. Lever- and I call it leverage yeah. for that reason. It's not just about the, the drip. We're not talking about getting we don't some give money a damn about, that. about for no fucking. That's not the value stuff. of this circumstance. Yeah, yeah, that's great. We all like nice shit, but ultimately. That is the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, qualifying residents. Um, oh, back to what they did in Evanston. Um, $25,000 per eligible person for those exclusively black households. That's important because a lot of these reparation packages, we, yeah, we got to pay attention. We got to focus on this one. We, we Watch the language. Mm-hmm. It's going to start to get broader and broader and broader. And that's not a good thing. This is for black households that are, that, that are the descendants of enslaved Americans. They get that $25,000 for their home repairs or their house. Great. Uh, the program is being funded through donations and a revenue service, and this is taxes. 3% of taxes on the sale of recreational marijuana. Mm-hmm. The money's there. Win-win. So win-win. And the city has voted to distribute Dustin $10 million over 10 years. I just, I'm just so proud. Good and this was them. enacted by... Um, Alderman Rue Simmons is her okay. name. She proposed the program. It was adopted in 2019, um, and she's just phenomenal. And it's just such an important model that I believe Gavin Newsom is using. I believe Eric Adams' ass is about to have mm-hmm. to use. We see uh, the good sister, Mayor Tashara Jones, yep. using it. And it's going to be used, um, you know, further and further and further across the nation. When we love to see it, roll it all the way out. Yes, let's, let's get the reparations wave going. Let's get it going. Now, what we want to not get going is any more conversation about Ray J and Princess Love. I hope to make this the last time we discuss this particular situation on holding court. But I don't I need fuck it. with Ray J. Well, you know, it's, let's, let's, tell me why. Because I feel like Ray J is a, a snake. I feel like he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He plays this likable personality, mm-hmm. you know, as 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 much as you can can like a you know a person when you know as many things as you know about Ray Ray J and the choices that he's made, mm-hmm. right? But he, like I said, he plays to the camera. Um, he plays up this, you know, likable guy next door personality. And Brandy's then he goes, little brother. Right. still Brandy's little Brandy's brother. Brandy's little brother. You're a big 40-some-year-old motherfucker. Still and Brandy's little brother. he is right in bed with them Trumps. 
and all of that, uh, the Trumps, Kanye West. Say it. Um, these white nationalists. Say it. Figures that talking heads that they've attached themselves to. He is right in bed with all of them. Right down there at Mar-a-Lago. Right in all the dinners. There's photographic he's, evidence I was like, of he's all He's hiding this. in plain sight. Yes. He's and, right there and in the no picture And no one smiling. is holding him accountable. In the, no one in the, culture in the culture really is holding him accountable. We are over here. We are over here. I'm so, so glad you said it um, first. Because uh, I was going to get to it, but I love that you bought it up. You, yeah. you you took first blood on that because Ray J is playing in our faces. Mm-hmm. Um, Floyd May- uh, Mayweather, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but Ray J specifically, because I agree with you, I think there's, the culture is more um, scrutinizing of Floyd around other issues. Mm-hmm. I think with Ray J, he does get this bubble protection. Mm-hmm. And I, do, I really do think it's as simple as him being Brandy's little brother. Me too, because who wants to be mean to Brandy? We don't we want love, to be mean to We her love her so much. She matters to us. She is important to the culture. Yes. But uh, first, you know, our first black Cinderella, mm-hmm. she's just so many things. Um, but Ray J is not Brandy, Mm-mm. and that's an important distinction. And he is down there in Mar-a-Lago. He is up in Trump's face. I believe we'll actually see him on this campaign trail. I do, too. And it's going to be. I hope we do, though. I hope we do see him on the campaign trail. You know, trail. I just had a thought. You know, so I was also covering this on the Gria with Ebony K. Williams. You can find that at 6 p.m. Check your local listings. How about um, that? How about that? We were talking about how Isaac Hayes third and the estate are suing Trump. Mm-hmm. Or they might be having to sue Trump for playing his daddy's song, mm-hmm. uh, Hold On, I'm Coming. Mm-hmm. I got a solution for Trump. Don't even worry about it. Just go ahead and start playing One Wish. <laughs> go ahead and play One Wish. If I had one wish, it would be back in the White House. You know what my one house. wish would be? Never, I'm not going to say you know what? that. It would be quiet. But you yes. need to go ahead and start playing that One Wish. And don't worry about it. Wow. Well, it's just so, like I said, like, that for me, you're 100% right. <laughs> you know? Um, I, I, I Just for me, like, Ray J has lost all credibility. Mm-hmm. All you know, I'm completely. I'm. If you're paying attention, yeah. yeah. If you're paying attention to how Ray J is moving, it's actually a problem. But you know what? <laughs> I I believe that it will. When you let things play out, Dustin, it it all come to the light. Mm-hmm. He gonna he gonna he gonna do it to himself. He's not smart. Mm-hmm. Ray J's had some business success. You know, some sure. of his products have sold. You know, good for him. Even that, I'm looking at. Like, I, I love business success for black people. I just. I would need to see the book. I would too, because I don't believe <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm saying. I there's I no would... trust. Like, yeah, I, so, you, you, know. you know. So, now, his current legal issue that we're discussing, hopefully for the last time on holding court today, is a family court matter. Mm-hmm. He has been, I mean, they've been going back and forth around separation and divorce. It feels like since they got married. Since they were introduced to us. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she's a very cute young lady. Can she's you tell beautiful. me um, what she did? Was she, was she a model? I'm not sure what she did. Um, I, I, I came only to know, know of her, her in this context yeah, of her being with Ray J. Exactly. Okay. Same. I'm not saying I'm not minimizing. No, her, but no. I'm just, I was just I, don't I was know. curious. Yeah, you know, I don't, don't be, know. You know, I don't be knowing. Yeah. So, um, so Ray J and Princess Love have been going back and forth around this marriage. It seems they have finally decided to officially and legally divorce. So, as we've talked about in holding court before, one of the ideal best quickest cheapest ways to secure a legal divorce is through a mediation mm-hmm. okay um let me tell you the benefits number one you and the, your uh, estranged spouse share a legal representative mm-hmm. that's the that's the key benefit so you're not paying two lawyers you're paying mm-hmm. one i normally ideally um and that one legal individual is hired to remain objective for both people and help you split up all the things your home your equity your um Pensions, if that's at play. Child custody, support, division of property, et cetera. Mediation allows there to be one fee around that. Um, it allows you to, to, to come up with what we call a, a consent decree, mm-hmm. a consent where parties are in agreement around mm-hmm. this is what we agree to do. I'm not saying this is easy. It sounds kind of clear cut and simple. Sometimes mediations can take three months to a year mm-hmm. just trying to hammer out what that agreement could look like. Absolutely. But I would contest, Dustin Ross, that it is well worth it if you can make it happen under that way. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't, which Ray J and Princess Love apparently have not been able to do after many, many months of trying to do a mediation, they failed. They're conceding that they cannot come to terms in a mediation. So now they have to do what? Go to trial. Take that shit to trial. Take it to trial. And that's that's literal litigation. Damn. So now that's two lawyers. That is a million settings in court. So it's not just one day. This is pretrial. This is testimony. This, this, this. Rebuttal. 
all this shit. Um, and so now we're talking about probably millions of dollars for this divorce. Do you just think they're trying to, to see who's going to break first? Of course. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what I was going to say. Now, the other side of that is I'm not saying just make any deal work in mediation for the sake of making a deal. Mm-hmm. There is a scenario where your estranged spouse is being so unwilling to make a reasonable mediation uh, agreement that you have no choice but to go to trial. And then to your point, typically what happens is a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Right before we go to court. Let's talk. Uh Uh-huh. You know, you know the game. And Uh that's exactly what it's going to play. Because you can't tell me that if they go to trial... After all of the shit that we saw Child, on Love and Hip Hop from him, depositions. all the footage, we we, we literally have footage yes. of him, you know, pushing her in a pool, like all kinds of stuff. It's about she Come claims on. prostitution that he was using. It's, it's just, that is not a deposition that Ray J ever wants to come to the light of day. And that all becomes public domain the minute you go to litigation. The minute. Princess, stay strong, baby, and just sit, sit this one out, ride it out. But lawyer up and yeah. ride this out. Lawyer up, ride it out, uh, let it play out. I do want to say this, um, mm-hmm. and this is not about Princess Love in particular, but the one thing, like you said, when I was literally introduced to who this woman was, mm-hmm. it was actually on her wedding day. Mm-hmm. It was the wedding photo, because I'm not um, really a loving hip-hop person. So mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about their backstory, but I knew that he was getting married, and I saw this gorgeous woman in this gorgeous dress. I will never forget her dress. I actually remember this dress very specifically. It is from the... Um, Lazaro Bridal Collection. Mm-hmm. You can probably get it at Kleinfeld's right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kleinfeld. Yeah, bro. but it was a very beautiful, timeless dress. Um, and again, this is not about Princess Love specifically because I don't know anything about this young lady other than she is beautiful. Yes. But I just want to say this to all of our jurors. Some of y'all say you want to be married. You maybe think you want to be married. Some of y'all want the pictures. Some of y'all want the dress. Some of y'all want your Kleinfeld's moment. Maybe you want the ring. Maybe you want a beautiful cake. I don't say that from a place of judgment. I say that from a place of experience. On some level, if I'm being very honest with myself, Dustin Ross, I think that is what led me down the aisle the first time I got married. Mm -hmm. But let me tell y'all something especially you younger jurors out there. Once you post the pictures on Instagram, and during my day it was Facebook, <laughs> tell you how old my ass is, and you get your likes and you get your comments and you get your DMs telling you how beautiful you look and how wonderful it is. Mm-hmm. Shortly after that, it's just going to be you and that motherfucker every day waking up doing life and going to sleep. I say this to say, do you want to be married? Do you seek marriage and all that comes with it, which can be a very beautiful thing, but almost by every account I've ever heard is a deeply challenging thing and getting out of a marriage, Dustin Ross is almost always a nightmare. So just think long and hard. Do you want marriage or do you want a, a wedding? wedding? Yeah. Because we live in an exceptional time. We live in a time. I, you know, I still got my wedding dress from do my you? second marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, my second planned wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, it's right at the storage. Mm-hmm. And it's a gorgeous. Um, who made this one? My first one was a gorgeous. I'm sorry. You know, I've, I've always had an eye. Let's talk about uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. My first gown was a stunning blue label Amsale. Shout out mm-hmm. to Amsale. She's a beautiful um, mm-hmm. African uh, designer who passed not too long ago. That dress was gorgeous. I'd wear, I would wear that dress again. It mm-hmm. was, it, you know, I picked a dress that was timeless. Um, my second one, also timeless. This one is Reem Acra. Oh, yes. Love Reem Acra. Great Raw choices. Raw silk. Yes. yes. Yes, yes. Let me tell you something. In a minute, don't be surprised when you come to your friend's birthday party. And you got the damn dress And I got that motherfucking dress on. A celebration is Ashley a celebration. Look at Ashley looked up, but Ashley, Ashley live because she's no, I'm very serious. A celebration is a celebration. It's a white dress, and I paid for it. Well, actually, truth be told, you know the T? Mm-hmm. He paid for it. As he should have. As he should have. Period. Well, thank you. Yeah. 
parting gift. Mm-hmm. Um, but I might have that motherfucker on. And Why I don't, not? And I don't, don't want to hear shit. Why not? Just get it cut up in the front so it's short in the front. Yeah, high, high low, like, uh-huh. my, like my Oscar De La Renta uh-huh, gown uh-huh. in BravoCon. <laughs> yep, yes, Ebony. To show there you go. shoes off. There you go. Matter of fact, and we the are. shoes I wore to BravoCon, shout out to Aquazura, are the wedding shoes. Wow. Mm-hmm. They were beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they'll be beautiful again when I wear it with this they motherfucker. They sure will. They sure will. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's that's the whole point of what we're talking about. Right. You, it's more than just a day. It's more than yes. just a ceremony. Yes. And oftentimes, you, you fuck around. Fuck around and find out. You'll yeah. end up in the same situation as Princess Love. Yeah, and so that's the thing. You know, I'm not saying she didn't, you know, love Ray J with all her heart and want that marriage to work. I'm so, so I'm certain yeah, that she did. they have children together. Yeah, but, but I'm just, this is just more broader. I'm zooming out. Mm-hmm. We love that. Yeah. Zoom out. Zoom out. Is it is what is it that you're really prioritizing? What is it that you're really seeking? Um, because especially in this Instagram era, Dustin, it is easy to get to a place. Like, here's one thing I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed this too. Like, you got your show on Revolt Bet on Black. Um, I got the Gria. You know, we have these milestones in life, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could buy a house, somebody could, you know, survive cancer, mm-hmm. somebody could do it but nothing on social media ever gets the likes comments and feedback that engagements weddings and baby announcements yeah make. you know what nothing that? nothing i could cure cancer mm-hmm. and they'll be like that's nice bitch they but scroll right on by <laughs> yeah but if you got engaged ebony oh my god engaged the photos oh my, oh god. my god the buzz isn't that crazy mm-hmm. telling too telling so it's just something to think about. Yeah, before you walk about. down that, before you before jump the broom. Before you jump the broom. Make before. sure you sweep around your own front door. <laughs> and get in them corners. Okay. Get that angle brush. Get them, okay. You better get that angle. And, and lift it up and get in there, okay? Listen, get the cobwebs out. That's what you got to do. Yeah, so anyways, they will. Uh, they have agreed on joint custody. That's good. She is getting child, uh, child support and spousal support, as she should. Mm-hmm. And they will be back in court. In 2023. See, you you know my philosophy. What's that, baby? Keep it player, honey. You think I'd be going through this bullshit? <laughs> right. I'd have laid Princess out so, so tough. That's Here's it. everything you need. Since he got and so much And a little bit money. more. Right. Since, Since you're so, so much, rich. Yeah. Since getting so, so much rich. money. Lay her out and just keep the, take care of this shit. That's the mother of your only two children. That's it. That we know of. You know what I mean? That's like, facts. So, yeah. So just, Since he got them Trump checks. You getting them Trump checks. Work it out. Work it out. I know Sonya Norwood. You know she got that stern stare. I know she be. Just, I know she just been she looking don't at play him at all. I you know, know what she I'm don't saying? Like none of yeah. this mess. So. At all. Keep it playing, Jay Z. Uh, Ray J. Yeah. You too, Jay Z. While we at it. <laughs> anyway, y'all join us again next week. When court will be back in session. We're so excited. Brand new episodes. 2023. Yes. This is just. I just something about this year, Dustin. Yeah. I can feel it. Me too. Can you feel it? I can feel can it. Can you feel it? I can feel it. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. We're going to be on our own victory Listen. tour, okay? Because <laughs> it's a victory. In his name, we call it. Amen. Okay. In the meantime, y'all stay safe. Keep the faith Please. on time. And what you want people to do, Dustin? Read your terms and conditions, especially Always. this year. It's a new year. It's a new year. Mm-hmm. Keep it cute. Holden Court is an Interval Presents original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jay Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy, Ellen Swag, and marketing lead, Samira Still.